You're with Julian on the Brano, and I thought I'd slide in a review of Wrath of Man. A very interesting film for me. I am, uh, alongside my uh, encyclopedic aficionado status on Liam Neeson action movies, a similarly artistically well-versed uh, dilettante in the film stylings of Jason Statham. Someone I feel has become... I don't know whether I like him becoming as big a star as he has through the Fast and the Furious franchise or not. I kind of want him back in his pocket <laughs> doing his thing, which he, he obviously is here. And the other reason it's so interesting is Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie is the director of this film, and Guy Ritchie is somebody that I paid out on for many years. I thought Snatch and Lockstock were hugely enjoyable, but not great films, to be honest. And then it just got worse and worse and worse. Films like Rock and Roller were retreads that were terrible. There were some wonderful films I swept away in the mix. And it all reached its nadir with someone inexplicably deciding to give Guy Ritchie, almost like you would with M. Night Shyamalan, $200 million to make a film about King Arthur. And it was my number one worst film of the year and remains, alongside The Last Airbender, one of the worst made films with that level budget. You can argue films are bad or dreary or nonsensical, but this was a combination of everything that you can do right down to editing that was appalling in one movie. But I always give people an open slate when it comes to their new things, and I reviewed The Gentleman last year and had it in my top 10 films of the year. I was amazed that after this nadir, he could actually become a much better filmmaker. The writing was much better, the flow was better, the script was better, it was less reliant on episodic moments, so still a bit, and it had some Colin Farrell, uh, Hugh Grant, and one other guy, and it was brilliant, and it wasn't the lead guy either, I can't remember. But anyway, I was really impressed by that film, so I was very interested to see him paired back with Jason Statham for this film, when he'd made such his best film for me overall with his last film, The Gentleman, and Jason Statham has since, after 14 years away from Guy Ritchie, become this huge star. Obviously, he was the star of Snatch. And I think he did about five films in total with Guy Ritchie. This one starts with a guy going for a job in... Um, I'd never got the town. Oh, it's in LA. Um, going for a job as a cash truck driver. We see the start, which is... Amazing for Guy Ritchie. <clears throat> Here's a guy I gave no filmmaking credit for other than doing episodic sub-Tarantino scenes with dialogue and music and swearing and cool lines. The opening is a one-shotter. Shown from the back, looking at the drivers in a cash truck in LA and they get robbed and the drivers get dragged out. You only see it from this one perspective and it's well done. Uh, and eventually you hear that there's three gunshots and the um, the guards are killed. Uh, it winds forward about five months, I think it says, and Jason Safton turns up for a job at this firm. He's this very stoic version of Jason Statham. No wit or humour, Jason Statham here. And he, gets, he starts the job as a cash truck driver. During the tests for like the shooting range and everything like that, you get the impression that he is deliberately underselling himself, shooting sort of 
away far enough from the bullseye and deliberately enough so you know something's going on here. He's a hard man and they're a hard bunch of people to work with. They're very curious about where he's come from. He's got this background in high-level security. He comes across as a very capable individual. Exemplified by him taking out six people that try and rob one of the trucks, killing them all, making him somewhat of a superstar with the management at the top, but the management in the middle are extremely worried about him as they don't quite know what they've got in their hands. Then the film moves into different acts where we discover that Jason Statham has a past that he's in, he's there for a reason, and you know that. And I'm not really going to spoil it, but Wrath of Man kind of fits in with what you might expect this movie to be about, which is revenge. And I'm sure it wouldn't take much for you to put two and two together story-wise here. Now, I was so disappointed by this film. The opening third of the film is the most fluid Guy Ritchie direction I've seen. I didn't think that he was capable of being that fluid a director. The cinematography, scene on scene, the way it all is, it fits together is incredibly fluid. Long scenes unfold. Obviously, heat comes up with any film with high-powered weaponry in LA and bank robberies and cash truck robberies. But that sort of Michael Mann level stylishness, he, he does here, which really blew me away. And I thought I was going to get a masterpiece of a film here. The problem is, is that after that, not a great deal happens. The biggest problems I have with this film is that that wit from the gentleman is missing. The writing is missing. The intrigue of the plot is missing and the excellent performances of the main characters and the characterizations are missing. No one gives a really good performance here. Jason Statham is woefully underused. He never loses his scowl. Not really any of the numerous people in it are particularly memorable. Uh, Josh Hartnett turns up again after years away. Chris Riley. Uh, Scott Eastwood, Eddie Marsden is really good as his boss. He's probably one of the few standouts. He's the guy that sits there thinking, this guy's just whack six people. I'm not really that happy that he's working for our firm. He seems like a bit of a psychopath. Um, but no one stands out. None of the characters are very well developed, if at all. They're stock characters. It fits into very much B-movie territory. Which is a shame. The writing of the story, once it reaches its point where you know it's at, it's, it, it doesn't really go any further. There are some interesting scenes which show what happened in the past to get where Jason Statham is now. But been there, done that quite a lot. And with such empty, vapid, undrawn characters... Um, it's, it's just a massive letdown. It didn't go anywhere, and it, it petered out more and more after a really strong opening third. So um, it, is, it is definitely worth a once-through. The violence is kinetic and well shot, and there's quite a lot of it. There's quite a lot of high-powered rifles going off and some hard-edged people in it. And there is some interest in the dynamic between the warring parties, 
It's just nothing is developed. It's just put on the table and there you go. So this is a... I, I, I wish the next film he does can meld the writing and the performances and the story of the gentleman with the stylization and the fluidness of the directorial control he exhibits in this film, which is probably the most polished Guy Ritchie film I've seen. So it is a letdown because its worst third is its final third. It gets away with it a bit because that's also where the best action happens. Not that you particularly care about anything by that stage because you haven't been asked to invest in the story or the characters. So sadly, a six and a half out of ten for an epically great, very stylistically successful opening third, dropping all the way back down again for its rather uninteresting B-grade level final half of the film so six and a half out of ten for wrath of man uh from the feature album black midi and dethroned